Well, let's get into our thinking point then this morning. We're focusing on the latest investigation by Open Secrets. Let me welcome onto the show, onto the show rather, Raisa Pather, who is an investigator at Open Secrets. Raisa, good morning to you. Thanks for your time this morning. Good morning, Kathy. Thank you so much for having me. It's such an important conversation and investigation that you as Open Secrets are looking into because we know that the Zondo Commission of Inquiry report, despite some of the evidence before it, did not make any findings around the NPA and the Hawks when it came to the overall capture and allegations of capture that affected so many other institutions of, of the state. What have you been mm-hmm. able to uncover? Yes, yeah, so our report basically focuses on prosecutors and police officers inside the Hawks and the NPA who have essentially over many years failed in their duties to prosecute high profile cases and who have in fact been accused in some parts of misconduct, serious misconduct. And so the question we're asking is why have the NPA and the Hawks not yet acted to uh, hold these officials to account so that we can see justice for state capture crimes. I know that much of what you are going to be releasing this uh, afternoon is still embargoed, but if we can just take a look at some of the numbers, and this is really just for for the context of, of, of our listeners as well, to show how unreasonable some of the la- the delays have been you know yeah. it, it, it's it's something to to actually see it in black and white right 9 years since that gupta plane landed at waterkloof air force base it's almost a decade since that happened yeah and this is this is part of the issue that we're raising is that you know we know that the npa is under new management and this management management is certainly better than previous ndps such as abrams and jibba But what we're saying is that four years have basically passed and we still have no idea where we are on some of these critical state capture cases. We must also remember that agencies like ESCOM, for example, have threatened to go with private prosecutions and to take the NPA to court over not acting on state capture crimes. So what we're asking is that the NPA and the Hawks do their best to employ the best prosecutors and the best police officials so that we can take these state capture cases forward now. The NPA has had multiple reasons for why it is not um, succeeding at the rate that South Africans would expect with the prosecutions. Um, and, and, and the reality is that I think many South Africans are actually just tired now of hearing the reasons why um, people are not being arrested, the low rate of, 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 of prosecutions. What have you been able to uncover in that sense? So what is the actual reason that this yeah. is not happening? So I think one of the main reasons is that under Jibba and Abrams, the, the previous NDPPs, a number of really good and highly competent prosecutors left the NPA during those very fraught years under the Zuma presidency, when we know that there was a degree of political interference inside the prosecuting authority. As yet, we haven't been able to retain a good number of very senior and competent prosecutors who can prosecute financial crime successfully. That is one of the things that the NPA is struggling with. I think that there is also a dire shortage of resources within the NPA. It's employed a number of prosecutors in recent years, but I don't think that this is yet enough 
to sort of deal with the skills, the lacking skills to prosecute financial crimes. We need more able and competent prosecutors. And this is why our report says, you know, you have these prosecutors who, for example, prosecuted the SARS Rowe unit case. You have these prosecutors who tried to prosecute Pravin Gordon and Robert McBride. Why are they still employed in the NPA? when they themselves may have been compromised at certain points of their careers or may have acted with incompetence with regard to these cases. One can accept that, right, as 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 a as part of the reason. But Raisa, the fact that there've been zero convictions linked to state yeah. capture to date, unfortunately one looks at it and thinks, well, there must be something more going on. I mean, I think that this is a good question to pose uh, to the current NPA management. I think that when we ask the NPA, what is the status of state capture cases, we're constantly being told, you know, that they're coming. You know, there are going to be X amount of seminal cases before the year. There's going to be one big case at this time. Uh, This was some of the promises that were made, for example, last year when the NPA management said that, you know, in six months time, we're going to prosecute six big cases. And as yet, that hasn't happened. So the NPA needs to hold itself to account to the public. It needs to explain what is going wrong and to say what the crisis points are, because as yet it continues to make promises, fails to deliver, and then doesn't say why this is happening. So the MPA management needs to talk to us, quite frankly. Rice, I'm going to ask you to stay on the line. We'll continue with her in a moment. She's an investigator at Open Secrets. Of course, there's always this big question, right, of independence interference. And it, it's now more important um, than ever. Where are we with these institutions? Can we say that they are truly independent? They are truly not, there is truly rather not interference from outside players in the work that they're doing at least. It's now 9.30 and Musa is going to is standing by with your latest news headlines. Our thinking point today focusing on the Hawks and the NPA. Why are we seeing such little progress with the investigations uh, that these two bodies have been tasked with, especially those uh, that relate to state capture? Raisa Pather is an investigator at Open Secrets. They've launched their investigation into the Hawks and the NPA researcher, rather, I should be calling it, and uh, they'll be releasing that full report later on today. Raisa, questions of independence, interference are coming up a lot, especially where you have cases that involve very senior members of government, and these include, by the way, the president. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I think the MPA has struggled with political interference since its inception. I mean, many former NDPPs have been accused of certain political allegations that have affected public trust in the MPA. I think the job of the NPA now is to reassert its independence and to assure the public that it is independent. Uh, Particularly when we look later this year, the ANC is holding its elective conference. And this is the time for the NPA to be fearless and say, listen, We're not afraid to prosecute senior members of government who have been accused of state capture. And we have the evidence because the evidence has been there for a long time. They just need to use it and show us that they can do it. And and that's precisely the point, Raisa. The evidence has been there for a long time. And yet to date, nothing has happened. Yeah. And as I said before, you know, the NPA needs to answer about what the delays are. Mm. We can certainly say that the fact that there are these prosecutors in the authority is a serious issue. What is the NPA doing to hire senior and more skilled prosecutors? We also want to know, you know, for example, 
In terms of senior prosecutors like Norx Molele, um, the AFU prosecutor who handled the Estina matter and who was accused of gross negligence there, how did the NPA handle Molele's exit? Um, if there were public funds paid in that exit, what was the amount and what was it used for? Um, this was allegations that was published in News 24 that there, were, there may have been a handshake deal. And I think that we need to say that the NPA is under new leadership. It's under leadership that is trying to be competent, but this leadership still has to answer questions about its conduct and what is happening inside the authority. Can can your research or, or will your research answer this question, whether or not the NPA and the Hawks are independent? Can we say without a shadow of a doubt that these entities are operating in full independence? I mean, I think that's the question we'd all love to answer. Um, and I think at the moment, you know, I, I must say that we are in a better place than what we were under the Zuma presidency. Um, we do have officials who seem to be doing their best in certain ways to move these cases forward. Um, and I think that these institutions are trying to rehabilitate. The problem is, is that there may be a lack of willingness to admit the serious issues that they're facing and the serious, um, the serious work that needs to be done to rehabilitate because years before, in the last 10 years, the sort of brokenness that has um, affected these institutions is severe. And I don't know if there's enough honesty about the work that needs to be done to fix them at the moment. So I don't think that we can say that, you know, there is political interference at every level of these institutions right now. We don't have the evidence to show that. But what we can say is that there is definitely a failure for them to hold themselves to account. Um, and they need to go to Parliament. Parliament needs to force them to explain what is happening. Um, I know that sometimes we lack faith in Parliament, but it's still there and it's still being paid through taxpayer money. It has to perform its duties. Raisa Pather, let me thank you for your time this morning. Investigator at Open Secrets.